Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, at Instagram, at Digital Workflow Dentistry. Good afternoon, dental internet world. My name is Dr. Vishal Sharma, and I'm once again here with my friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski. Mike, it's the peak of summer. It's the stampede in Calgary. It is a beautiful day outside, and that is a perfect segue because we are going to be interviewing a dentist who does phenomenally beautiful work. Mike, nice to see you. Good to see you, Vish. I hope you're enjoying stampede, and uh, I do apologize to everybody out there for our non-stampede wear. Um, but yes, welcome, Dr. Gordon Shee. Uh, great honor to have you on on the podcast. Um, it's interesting because my um, introduction to you is actually through Instagram and, and seeing some of your cases uh, that showed up on Instagram and, you know, we're following different people. And um, it was interesting because I did not know at the time that you were in Calgary. And so I actually I, I actually was was following following it going, okay, telling my team, okay, we got to start doing pictures like this. Like we've got to figure this, this guy's got this down pat. What are we doing wrong here? How is he doing this? And then, um, uh, an Orem rep was here and they're like, yeah, he's actually in Calgary. And so we put two and two together. And, uh, so yeah, so I was actually a, a closet fan of yours, um, for, for quite a while, quite a while. And, um, but, it, um, to everybody out there, Dr. Gordon Chi, a Calgary dentist, uh, does a ton of cosmetic work and focuses mainly on, on cosmetic dentistry. Um, and the difference that he makes, uh, I believe, is the photography and the presentation, but the delivery of the cases uh, to make that photography beautiful. Obviously, the cases have to be beautiful. And the artistic side of it um, is, I feel, uh, second to none from what I've seen. And uh, so without further ado, um, why don't you, Dr. Chi, just give us kind of an outline of what drove you into this whole pathway, education-wise or passion-wise, through your dental uh, career here? Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be asked to be on this podcast. Uh, yeah, so I graduated from U of A at uh, University of Alberta in 2000, and then um, started working in um, Fort St. John in Vancouver. Uh, I was practicing in Vancouver for about six years and um, mainly doing dental dentistry, but I, I, I've always had an interest in like the artistic side of things. Um, like growing up, I loved sketching and, and drawing. And, and uh, so I always had a bit of a passion for um, artistic creativity as well. Um, and so I, I did a little bit of aesthetics there and was quite interested in it. Um, and then in 2006, my wife and I uh, moved to Calgary and uh, purchased a dental practice um, uh, aesthetic dental studio, which is where I still um, uh, practice and, and own the uh, business. Um, but the uh, previous owner was uh, LBI instructor. Um, you probably know him, Dr. Ryan Trineski. And uh, so I, I knew that he wouldn't stay for very long. So uh, I basically, fast track through the LVI curriculum because I wanted to make sure that I could uh, continue on seeing um, 
patients with more comprehensive needs. And so, um, yeah, I, I went to LVI, started really learning about how to, you know, run a niche type of practice, a more boutique type of practice, and um, getting the skills and confidence to do more comprehensive cases. Um, and then, yeah, just basically just been working on aesthetics a lot. Uh, in 2007, we had our first child and that's when I started getting into photography because I wanted to learn how to take good pictures of my kid. Uh, so I started really enjoying it and then uh, getting into um, photography and um, with landscape photography and then kind of getting into also studio photography. And uh, one day I started, you know, with, with Instagram, I just kind of went online and started seeing some other dentists around the world with really nice photos. And uh, I, I decided just to try and bring some of my photography knowledge into the dental office and um, start bringing, bringing in some like studio lights and things like that. Uh, and I took, um, I took one um, dental photography course just to see what it was about. And uh, yeah, I just kind of evolved from there. And Instagram has been um, uh, quite instrumental <laughs> in our practice of late. Um, like you said, you know, before Instagram, no one really knew who I was. Uh, and now, you know, I've developed a bit of a following and, um, you know, met some amazing fellow dentists. Um, and getting, you know, it's, it's a great platform to get inspired. Um, so a lot of the cosmetic work and photography that I do is a lot of it's inspired from other people that I admire, other clinicians around the world. So yeah, we've, we've been just working really hard on improving every day. And that's kind of my mindset is just to be better every single day than you were the day before and um, be try to be inspired and inspire other people and you know it's it's just what we're passionate about doing nice well that's a great story gordon and i think you answered my next question as to uh you know describe your journey to becoming an aesthetically or cosmetically driven restorative practice uh, obviously yeah. the transformative moment for you was buying dr chernesky's office um and and you're clearly passionate about what you do how have you engaged your team on this journey? I know recently you had a long-standing team member who obviously uh, had, had bought into the same concepts that you believe in and that you preach, and she recently moved on away from dentistry. So as you bring on a new team member or with other team members, how do you convey that passion? How do you engage them? And how do you get them to buy into the concept of better every day, which I, I love, by the way? Yeah, um, I mean... It's interesting, a lot of the team members that we ended up hiring, just maybe by fluke, it, um, all of them were, like a lot of them were ready to quit dentistry um, because they had been to so many like general practices that just weren't fulfilling for them or just overly stressful. Or, um, and so uh, we, we had about two or three team members where they're like, we're ready to throw in the towel <laughs> until we came here. Um, but I, I think that with aesthetics, like if you're trying to do run an aesthetic practice, like obviously your practice has to evolve towards that. 
And so we've kind of gone the opposite of a lot of dentists where, you know, they're always thinking of increasing and expanding and hiring more associates and getting bigger and bigger. And we were sort of the opposite. We just wanted to get smaller and smaller and smaller <laughs> um, and be more focused. And so, um, you know, I only had three team members. So when you, when you have a new team member come in and there's just three of us, it's really easy to like talk about our philosophies and, you know, you don't have to convince a team of 20 staff or team members to believe in one thing. You're just, um, you know, really taking the time to hire the right person um, that, um, and then try to get like your philosophy across. And once they start seeing um, the extra time that we take doing um, like better dentistry and, and just being more detail oriented rather than just high volume, um, they start to they start to be proud of the dentistry that we do. And then you get more of a team atmosphere that way because everyone's more invested. Yeah, it's a great answer. Yeah, and I I do agree. The bigger the staff, the bigger the number of staff, the more problems because you know it just takes one or two people that are not not in the same vision to turn the whole thing upside down. And so if you can keep your staff levels down, um, it is a big big difference on on keeping your vision and your culture uh, in check. Um, and that's a really innovative yeah. concept on the bigger expansion going the opposite direction to contract and, and become, you know, more uh, fulfilled, I guess, with your journey. So, uh, yeah, very refreshing answer on that, Gordon, a great take. Um, we were discussing photography, obviously your passion, uh, where you got into it, how you've been inspired with Instagram and, and your own very, very <clears throat> unique flair that you've incorporated into that. Uh, Mike and I are, are also uh, avid photographers, clearly not as uh, nuanced as you are, Gordon. I don't know if anyone is. But if we have some younger dentists who are getting into it, they're wondering whether SLR photography is worth it or their fancy iPhones can do enough. Wh where would you start? I know we obviously you have a, a course that I'd like you to, to discuss, but where would you start and what suggestions would you have for that newbie who might be interested? Um yeah, I would do a little research into what sort of setup you want. Like, um, you know, generally I recommend just to stick with Canon or Nikon. It's it's just more universal. Um, so it's just easier to get accessories and things like that for, for the office. Um, but kind of, um, you know, you don't need a super fancy camera, um, just something kind of mid-range um, and then just like a good macro lens. Um, and then just look into what sort of um, flashes work for you. Like if you're mainly wanted, wanting to take pictures of um, molars and back teeth and, you know, uh, class two composites, then you might look at using a ring flash, lights up the mouth a little better in, inside. And uh, you can have like a little bit of diffusion on your uh, ring flash just to soften it a little bit. Um, I do a lot of anterior cases, so I tend to use more of uh, like a twin flash setup. Yeah. Um, but just kind of getting your setup first. And then like the big thing is really just start shooting. Um, like I learned a lot of my photography just playing around with my camera and shooting in different lighting situations and just starting to really understand um, like what, what shutter speed really means and what aperture really means. And, um, ISO and 
how they all affect each other. Um, so it's once you have a very good understanding, then you're more flexible for different um, like types of photographs you want to do. Um, it's kind of like I, I find a lot of dental photography courses. They just say, you know, set your camera and flash to this, and then go back to your office and sh shoot with those settings. Um, but a lot of the students don't really understand what that means. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, it's better to what's the saying? It's better to teach someone how to yeah. fish rather than to just give them fish. Um, I'm sure I got that wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just practicing. There's a saying that I have in a lot of my photo lectures um, where your first 10,000 images are your worst. So um, just keep shooting and then you'll, you'll start to understand like how things affect each other and, and get better. Um, but obviously taking a good photography course is helpful. And, uh, you know, it's, those are great suggestions. I just want to point out, um, though, Gordon, is Mike buys all his fish from Costco and bulk so i'm not sure if the teach man to fish is applicable for him true, true enough yeah farm fishing here um do you uh recommend or, and do you have like your own studio in your clinic uh, and do you recommend dentists to have to to do a dedicated little studio area um uh, yeah i mean it's i mean we we have a studio area basically just to take really nice before and after portraits of patients uh I mean, it, it's helpful if you're doing any sort of aesthetics to just have like a nice little spot to take photos, even if you're doing, say, like a digital small design or um, even even like Invisalign. Um, just taking, um, just having a little dedicated space is really nice. Uh, it doesn't have to be very big. Um, I, I, you know, I, I've worked in studios that are just like tiny little space and um yeah it's 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 nice to have i understand a lot of practices may not have the space for it or um but yeah i mean definitely if you're if you're designing a new office or if you have extra space um, i'd certainly suggest having a studio area and so just walk us through um you know a new patient comes in interested in a new smile makeover um, how do you use the technology in your office to convey to your your lab technician that you're working with? How do you how do you work with the technology to convey the information so that you're everybody's on the same page? Sure. Um, so when we have a new patient come in, um, I'm actually in our consultation room right now. Uh, but basically, they they sit down. Um, I'll chat with them, examine them, and then I'll take a standard set of uh, photographs. Uh, and then um, our screen behind me actually is one of those Samsung frame TVs that looks like um, like a, a painting, um, but it's connected to our computer. So then once we load the um, photos onto the computer, either by memory card or wirelessly, um, we can just shut off the painting and then the photos pop up on the big screen. Uh, and then we also have, um, I have a iPad Pro that is also logged into the computer at the same time. So then I can actually draw their smile and then it'll show on the big screen at the same time. Uh, 
so it's a nice way to communicate. Um, like I can, I can annotate with the um, stylus, um, you know, this, for example, like this tooth, we can make it a little longer, this tooth, we can make it more square, whatnot. And, and so they sort of understand. Um, and then I'll, I'll often actually show them my Instagram uh, and just say, you know, here, here's a bunch of cases, like which one appeals to you. Um, and it's a good way of showing them your work because uh, in my case, like for our Instagram grid, we have a lot of <laughs> like artistic stuff thrown in there too. So it just gives the patient a sense of like, you take a lot of care into the artistry of, of aesthetics and uh, it kind of gives them more confidence and they're like, wow, you have a lot of followers and that looks really amazing. Are those all your patients? And um, so it just, you know, helps kind of, you know, boosts up your credibility. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then um, you know, I, I'm in close communication with my lab technician. Um, I'm always sending, like he's, he's probably more anal than I am. And we're just always uh, sending photos back and forth and videos back and forth and uh, doing that sort of thing. Uh, in terms of the smell design, uh, I have an iTero where we do a digital scan um, for the for the smell design. So I send that over to the lab. And then you'll, of course, from that videos, photos, the iTero scan, you'll do a, a smile trial. Uh, Orem does those, and that's typically the workflow. Gordon, is that correct? Um, yeah, I mean that's one way. One way you can do it. Uh, honestly, I, I don't do a lot of smile trials, not because I don't think they're good. Uh, it's just over time, uh, like I, I feel a lot of times smile trial is sort of to try and convince someone that's maybe like on the fence. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I find a lot of our clients, um, they're either referred here or they've already done their research and they already know they went for years here. Yeah. So um, I, I, I don't find it often too necessary for us to go through that extra step. Yeah. Um, but certainly if, if, you know, and that takes time to develop, like, uh, you know, if you asked me five, seven years ago, I, I, I probably have a different answer, but over time you start, develop being a bit more of a reputation and then you just have patients coming and you you know that they already want to get it <laughs> so I, I try not to say too much and just kind of book them in <laughs> that's a great tip and so um you've got a couple upcoming courses gordon obviously you'll be discussing your workflow your philosophy uh your photography your case presentation um, if I'm not mistaken, you have a course coming up in Saskatchewan, September 25th, 26th. I think you're on the uh, 26th weekend. And then okay. with our uh, good friend and colleague, Dr. Valinder Dacey and his stained tooth education platform, you're going to be mm -hmm. drinking some wine and talking about how to prep teeth not under the influence of wine, uh, September 10th, 11th. <laughs> so talk about those courses, please. Um, so the stained tooth education uh it's funny, I actually introduced Wally to Alexandria <laughs> because uh, I, I, I'm good friends with Wally and, and I, I'm also good friends with Alexandria. And I, I kind of discovered that they were both really into wine and, and kind of working towards being sommeliers. So uh, I kind of introduced the two of them and then 
they kind of hit it off and uh, developed this uh, stained tooth education program and invited me to be their first speaker, which I'm quite honored to do. Uh, so yeah, it, it should be a fun time. Um, I'm doing two one and a half hour lectures. Uh, one is gonna be on photography and how to use it for marketing and social media. Uh, and the other will just basically be my A to, a to Z workflow. Um, how I do a small makeover case and starting from the consultation all the way to posting the before and afters on Instagram. So yeah, and you, yeah, can, should be. you can register for that at Stained Tooth Education. Uh, and then in Saskatoon mm -hmm. or, or in Saskatchewan, pardon me, Gordon, you're going to be yeah. giving another presentation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's, uh, that's going to be on uh, Zoom. It'll be virtual, but it's for yeah the Saskatchewan Oral Health Conference. Uh, yeah, I, I'm honestly probably going to do the same photography lecture for that conference. Um, again, just uh, photography and, and social media marketing. Yeah. Now, uh, on the, the social media and marketing and, um, you know, we get into SEO and um, your website build outs and stuff. What are the, give us a, give everybody that's listening to this. What are some of the key things that that you would say uh, a dentist who's trying to niche themselves, whether it's whether it's cosmetics or or implants or something? What are some of the key things that you have found that have driven patients directly to you in your marketing efforts? Like, what's your what's your big tips for that? Um, well, I mean, it, it first started off with website. Obviously, your website always. I mean, I think it's still your most important uh, uh, way of marketing. Uh, so. Uh, I, I think you need, I mean, obviously don't cheap out and, and get like a really good SEO company to handle those things for you. I, I think it's really, you know, worth the extra money to have uh, a really good company um, deal with your website. Uh, in the last few years, um, again, with, with Instagram, I, I've kind of grown um, a lot on Instagram and we do get a lot of our patients through Instagram now. Uh, and it's, it's interesting because it's more of a global audience compared to before where you're basically just seeing patients from Calgary. Uh, when, once you, once you get on Instagram or any other social media outlet, uh, you, you tend to get more out of town people. Um, so, you know, I, I recently did a small makeover on a girl who would drive 10 hours for every appointment. Uh, and then I have like another that wants to fly here from Montreal and another that wanted to fly here from Florida. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a different way of marketing and you do get, uh, you do try to make your appointments more efficient for people that are from out of town. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say like website and, uh, and um, Instagram are two big um, sources of new clients. Nice. Now, um, we had talked previously uh, just before the, uh, we got on the air here. Uh, you had mentioned you're taking a trip here and that's uh, some of your summer vacation plans. Uh, where, yes. where are you headed there? Oh, we're just, um, we're actually headed to 
uh, Kelowna for a few days. We're taking a little road trip with our family. We have three kids and uh, we're just gonna go to Kelowna for a few days and then Victoria where my wife is from and Parksville and then just hang out around there for a week and then back to Vancouver and then back home to Calgary. So should be nice to get away finally. Yeah. Looks stuck like in Calgary for a long time. Totally. It's, it's been a full lockdown. And so speaking of that, obviously, uh, you've got a vacation for the next couple of weeks. You're back at work in August. You've got a busy teaching schedule in September. What is the post-September, post-hopefully pandemic plan for you, uh, Gordon? Obviously, yeah. some more education. What else do you have on the conference or the uh, professional uh, side of things coming up? Sure. Um, so I, I teach a uh, photo mentorship uh, program called Create Photography. Uh, that's K-R-E and the number eight. Uh, so it's it's sort of like a, a virtual um, eight eight to ten lectures once a week, um, and and hands on virtually hands on, which is uh, a little different. Um, but it seems to be a really good. Uh, way to learn photography because you're using your own equipment you're doing it in your own space uh, I find that and, and plus having that week in between gives you a chance to practice and submit photos so we do photo critique and um, I look over all the photos and um, I give assignments and whatnot um, so it's a really cool program um, so uh, I'll try to start start that up again in the fall and winter there's there's a pretty long wait list right now. There's about a two year wait list. Um, so I need to get through some of those courses too. Yeah, I, sure I'm, I'm on that sure wait list, by the way. So yeah, if, if, you, <laughs> if you know a guy who knows a guy that can uh, get me but, the back uh, door, let me know. Let's bump us up a bit here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll fit in a good hint, word. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so that, that should be fun. And uh, in terms of conferences, uh, I'm going to the DIA conference in December, hopefully, uh, which is a really, if you've never heard of it, it's like the funnest conference you'll ever go to. Uh, it's basically all um, a dental conference for the Instagram dental community. And so uh, it, it's really cool going there and you meet a lot of people in person for the first time that you've been sort of communicating with on uh, social media. Uh, so some of these people, you feel like you really know them, but you've actually never met them in person. So it's actually really nice to go and meet people in person. Yeah, it's a really good time. So I believe that's, uh, I can't remember the exact dates, but it's during the first week of December. Right on. Perfect. And Gordon, lastly, are you able to give us your uh, work Instagram handle, please? Sure. Um, so um, Aesthetic Demo Studio, Aesthetic is with an A, so A-E-S-T-H. ETIC Dental Studio uh, is my sort of office Instagram profile. Um, I also have at uh, DR Gordon Chi, G O R D O N C H E E. Uh, so that's, that's another Instagram um, handle I have. Uh, that one I try to make it more for dentists, um, so maybe a bit more educational. Uh, and then I have my create photography uh, handle as well on Instagram. So K-R-E, the number eight uh, photography. And so there I post a lot of my portraits and then I, I post some stuff about the courses that we have. 
Awesome. Inspiring stuff. So that's Aesthetic Dental Studio. And of course, it's an A uh, because we're Canadian after all. (laughs) Uh, Gordon, uh, on that lame joke, uh, we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for uh, your time and providing some insight into you know, the success you've had and the passion that you have with your practice. Uh, we Thank will look forward to seeing, yeah, of course, we'll look forward to seeing what more you have to offer on Instagram. Uh, I'll pass it over to Mike to wrap up. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on and thanks for your words of wisdom on cosmetic dentistry. Uh, and for all of our listeners, uh, our Instagram at digital workflow dentistry, all the links in our bio to our podcast, uh, to upcoming lectures with DWD dentistry and again, great uh, to have you here. Thanks, Vish, for, for being here. And everybody enjoy Stampede and take care. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.